You're listening to The Eastern Shake, interviewing the world's diverse bar scene, happily off the beaten track and from all sides of the counter. Welcome back to our second of two parts of the podcast with Tomek Rohr. And after learning about the general layout of the Polish bar scene, we go into details. We talk a little bit politics, we talk Brexit, and uh, we learn about the high quality of the local bar scene. Let's dive in. Then, uh, having talked about obstacles in your bar scene, what would you define are the major players that push it? Uh, like there's a bar scene, then you have the Warsaw Bar Symposium. Is there a bar or two or the school that is really promoting? Uh, I don't think there's that much as such. I don't know how it is in, in Germany, for example, but of course the main problem is finding people to work in all these bars because people are uh, so really keen to open, to open bars at the moment. So Warsaw is sort of sucking people in from other cities uh, around Poland as well, which is, uh, I guess, I'm not sure if it's unusual, but it's quite normal that people are coming to the, to the capital. Mm. And there's a lot of bars opening up and there's definitely a shortage of staff. Things that are pushing the scene forward now, I would say probably uh, Better Bar, done by Rafał Cieszelski, and the show he does in Gdańsk in the summer, and uh, he's doing a lot of workshops as well around the country. And Better Bar is a bar school, right? Uh, something like a mobile bar school that does sort of workshops and seminars around the country, actually. And then we have the big bar school, which is uh, MSBs, and that's more the American approach, let's say, to, to teaching people how to make cocktails, um, and that's about it, really. Mm. And of course, the IBA. How could I forget? Yeah, well, that's a controversial topic in Germany, at least. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Germany, <laughs> Germany went out, actually. Oh, the, really? the German the DB, DBU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, DBU went out of IBA, oh, where, okay. because for years and years and years, they asked for reform and for more inclusion and for, like, actually arriving in the 21st century, uh -huh. IBA didn't move, and then DBU said, well, you know what, guys, we're out. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I didn't last know year, that. that was a big scandal. I didn't know that. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting move. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Big balls, huh? Mm -hmm. um, uh, just briefly going back into what you said about uh, many bars opening up and sucking up talent. Now, it appears Brexit is just around the corner, and from what we hear, f up to 40% of all the meaningful London bartenders are non-English mm -hmm. and quite a few are Polish. Do you feel if Brexit happens, Warsaw will profit? Will many return? Is Warsaw strong enough? Does it have enough draw to bring these people back? I would be surprised, you know, if, uh, London is an expensive city, but if you get used to the incomes, I think it would be difficult to come back to Polish uh, reality, let's say, mm -hmm. to be bartenders. But people are starting to come back more and more, which I've, I've seen. Yeah. And you've been to Berlin numerous times, you've been to Barkonvent, you've been to Distille, and you've brought both of your bars over to Berlin a couple of times. So maybe you don't have intimate knowledge, but you've got a great overview. Mm -hmm. How would you compare the two bar scenes? Well, I think um, it's difficult to compare. The, the main thing being that people in Germany are definitely much more well off so it's relatively cheaper for them to enjoy cocktails i would say and people are, are more used to going out or spending time out first starting with breakfast lunch and then dinner and and going out drinking here the culture is a little bit more say home focused <laughs> as far as going out goes not that often people will go out for a drink after work usually they'll go home so that means that i think at the moment there are more bars than people 
who are willing to spend money on them. That's my feeling generally, but the standard is uh, just as high as in Berlin, but it looks like people are a little bit less educated. You know? People in Germany, I definitely know that alcohol is better, I would say. That's because they can afford to drink better alcohol. You know? mm -hmm. Okay, and connecting to that, what would you say can Berlin learn from Warsaw, bar-wise? Yeah, good question. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything Berlin could learn from Warsaw, bar-wise. Maybe, um, hmm. yeah, no, it's just, it's all cultural, I think. Both cities, considering how close we are, have great uh, cocktail culture, so I'm, I'm not really sure if there's anything that one could learn from the other. Both are doing um, their own thing. I know what I would like to see more in Poland. I would like to see more local products that are available, you know, people producing, I don't know, gins and things like that, which people are doing all over all over Germany. But I think both scenes are very good and vibrant, although Berlin definitely started booming with the cocktails a lot earlier than Warsaw, although quite late. Right, so a little bit more learning, <coughs> enjoyment and local products that maybe can be sold for a different price than stuff that's being produced further out west. Yeah. That's something that would help here, but generally bar scene is educating and there's a broad array of concepts, so people can not only choose one mm -hmm. cocktail bar, but various and that over time slowly, if the success of Warsaw keeps on continuing, then we will see a much more interesting bar scene in five or ten years. Yeah, more, more I think so. yeah, it's definitely going that way. I think maybe one thing uh, yeah, Warsaw could learn actually from Berlin, although it's a matter of I guess uh, available space and legalities. Uh, I like the fact that in Berlin you can find lots of small, fairly small bars that are able to operate. Let's say considering the scale of the operation, it's quite surprising. I mean, Kupfer is a small bar, you know, Buck and Break, and places like that, which very often when I take people from Warsaw, people who work say in this business or the industry uh, are very surprised that there can be a bar with you know 12 seats <laughs> and people are able to run it because you know the people who run it are the owners of the bar and here we haven't really got to that stage yet and so owner operated bars are not the standard here mm, no okay i would say that's definitely something that's that's different Sweet. Well then, thank you for your time. You're thank you for Pleasure. taking it out. Uh, I think it's about time to open up and, <laughs> yeah, and, and switch on the ice machine again. <laughs> yeah, so hey, thanks Tomek for all this info. It's great to see how much is going on in Poland as well. It's not always about the Western bar scenes we learn here. I hope that we will learn much more about all these colorful bar scenes east of Berlin as well. And I hope you will join us. You're listening to The Eastern Shake, interviewing the world's diverse bar scene, happily off the beaten track and from all sides of the counter.